I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. How you doing, everybody? We're talking about real genius. Real genius. Yeah. Um, I didn't take any notes, because fuck me, I guess. And yeah, this I movie didn't really that. need any taken. Let me pull it up real quick. So, tell people about the movie. What'd you... Because this is my pick, so what'd you think? Of I forgot the genius? name of the director. It's a woman. I think it's Catherine or Kayla or something like that. And uh, it costs $8 million to make. And it made $13 million. I'm going to give you a slow clap because this is one of the only movies you've ever given me that made its budget back and had any kind of profit. But, there's always a but. And uh, this movie, I don't know, man. I guess uh, it's one of those movies, if you watch it as a kid, you know, it could be, I could see it being like your War Games or your Ferris Bueller's Day Off, maybe. And, uh... It's about a 15-year-old kid. He's like a super genius. It starts off at a science fair. Or no, it starts off in space. And they shoot this laser down and take this like Colombian drug lord out while he's still having his morning coffee. But it's a commercial. But it's like a simulation or whatever yeah. for the Air Force or NASA or whoever. And you find out that they're using college kids to make this damn weapon, this laser weapon. Mm-hmm. Anyways, then it cuts to the science fair and this kid's 15 and... He, of course, is working on lasers, and that's what the head of the science department at this college, who's played by the guy from, uh, he's been in a shit ton of movies. Yeah. Uh, Lethal Weapon, I think he was in now. Well, um, no, Die Hard, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. He was the TV guy on Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, the one that gets knocked out at the end. But anyways, he's the professor, and he recruits this 15-year-old kid, his parents are like idiots pretty much and he's like a genius so you're one of the 10 greatest young minds I've ever seen and I want you to come work with this other super genius at the Pacific Tech mm-hmm. made up school. Uh-huh. And uh, it's like at MIT I would imagine. Like, you know, but you get there and of course Val Kilmer is like head dick in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the prodigy. Yeah. A young kid that just knew her and everybody. Well, he's burnt out by this point. He's tired of being there. He's tired of working on the shit. Now he's just cutting loose, having a good time, playing little shenanigans and hijinks on anybody and everybody. Well, I didn't take it as him being burnt out. I took it more as he like was taking life too seriously. Like life's too short to be right, like, like wasting your life. That's why I say burnout. Like he went so hard thinking that he had to be what they wanted him to be that he just just quit giving a shit. Yeah. And by the time he meets this kid, who I'm guessing he sees a lot of himself in, mm-hmm. he's like trying to show this kid a good time, and like it's not always about the science, it's not always about the numbers. Yeah, there's more to life than right. numbers. And uh, you know, of course, the kid like he's taking it very seriously because he knows what he's got riding on it for himself and his family. And uh, like I said, I don't know who the other kid is, the one that the movie's actually about. Maybe you can't tell because of the cover. Yeah, they Anything only feature... Val Kilmer was, like, only in this movie, but there are actually other people. But I don't know. I've, I like, I feel like I've seen that kid in other things as he got older, but... Gabriel uh, Jarrett is Gabriel his name. Gabriel Jarrett, yeah. And the director's name is uh, Martha Coolidge. Oh, I was completely wrong, but I knew it was a chick, though. Yeah, it was. Coolidge, all right, I got the last name. What did writer, I say, Caitlin or something? Writer is Neil Israel. Neil Israel. But, uh... But yeah, anyway, so the whole movie is about 
them two supposed to be working on this laser for the government. They don't know they're working on it for the government. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, they're working on it for his teacher, and the teacher is and the commissioned paid. by the government. Yeah, exactly. He's getting all this money, and these kids are doing it for an education. It's kind of what college is about now, but that's a argument for another day. But uh, yeah, he. Um, some point in the movie, they like f- quit. Because pretty much it's just Val Kilmer not taking it seriously. The yeah, kid's he's... taking it all the way serious, and Val Kilmer's just like over it at this point. I'm yeah, graduating. He... I don't give a shit anymore. I've given these people enough of my mind. Like I'm not doing it anymore for them. Mm-hmm. And it gets down to the point where the government's like, if we don't have this done by then, we're cutting all your funding. Somebody's going to prison. Yada yada yada. And then of course the kids finally figure out how to get it right, and then that's when they find out that they're being pawns. For the school and for the government, and then they throw in some more hijinks and shit, and then they try to screw it up for them, which yeah. they obviously end up doing. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. They save the day. Like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's like for, uh, like if you were a teen in 85, you probably love this movie. If you were a 12 year old, a 10 year old in 85, you probably love this movie. But me as a grown man watching this movie in 2019, I was just like, it's whatever. It wasn't bad. Like, I'd love to shit on it just because I enjoy shitting on your movie so much. It wasn't like it was a bad movie. It had some funny parts, little little things here and there I thought was funny. But uh, nothing to write home about, in my opinion. It was just kind of... I didn't fall asleep during it, which is <laughs> a plus, you know. I fell asleep like five times during Pi. took me like three weeks to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, it actually really surprises me. Like, this is one of those movies I'm like, man, Nick's going to love this I was movie. really hoping for it because you know me, like, you know, we've had discussions about this on here and just in general in life, man. I fucking love Val Kilmer. Yeah. Like, he is that guy in acting. Mm-hmm. But I felt like he kind of, I don't know if it was, cause, like, he couldn't have done much before this if he did anything before he's this. He's so young. Exactly. Like, he's just so baby-faced in it. But, like, I almost felt like he was overacting in some parts. Just like I don't like I said, I don't know if it's because he hadn't mastered the craft yet, obviously being so young, but I felt like he added a lot more energy in some places where he didn't, and then I felt like the type of humor that they were writing for him and that just I don't know, it didn't hit well with me. It really it kind of reminded <sighs> me of Jim Carrey, like very like reminiscent bit, yep, of Jim bit, Carrey. Like uh, Ace Ventura slash mixed in with Revenge of the Nerds is yeah, what exactly. I kept getting off of. But like I said, like it's not that there wasn't funny parts. There was some uh, good shit. Like when they were doing the when he made the dorm an ice rink, that was pretty funny. Watching people bust their ass, uh, that was pretty good. And uh, and the car in the yeah in the, in the car in the room yeah in the room that was, that was good. And uh, the dude that just goes in into the closet, that shit was hilarious. Like it's a good four or five times where he's just trying to figure out where this closet opens. Where the fuck is this guy going? Yeah, that was pretty good. But. Uh, like I said, man, it, it wasn't bad, but it it just didn't like, you know. So my buddy, we're actually going to have him on. We're going to be yeah. doing the Dark Knight debate where all three of us are going to get together and talk about the Dark Knight trilogy. So It's not much looking. of a debate, but yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. I think there's going to be some debating going on. There's going to be some debating, but it's going to be senseless debating. Like, yeah. I know I'm right. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
my friend Mick, he's the one that actually gave me this movie. Right. He's like, hey, you got to watch Real Genius. It's a really good movie. I was like 22, 23 at right, the time right. when I watched it. And I fell in love with this movie. I don't know. I just really, really, really enjoyed it. Like I said, it's like the quintessential 80s feel good, mm-hmm. you know, not kid movie, but teenager movie. You know what I mean? Like a movie I enjoy a lot from that time is like The Wizard. And like, cause I collect video games, I play video games. So like that movie for me does it. Like I love the wizard. I've been yeah. trying to find that shit on DVD for years. Cause I just and like, I'm not a huge Fred Savage fan or anything. I just love that movie. Like, it's a great I, th- movie. I think it's a good movie, but at the same time I saw it when I was a kid. So it makes it like, it does that nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. Like it makes it that great. And like I said, if I watched this movie when I was younger, it probably would have held more, you know, to me. Yeah. But like I said, now like, I don't know. Like I said, it was not bad. I just didn't like it enough that I'd be like, oh, I would buy that if I saw it. Really? I have to admit, I loved it the first time I watched it, and I bought it on Mm. DVD. And uh, I kept telling my wife about it and made her watch it. She really enjoyed it. And then I watched it again just to kind of give myself a refresher before the podcast. And I have to say, like, the more I watch it, the least I like it. Like, I don't know. It's a weird. I've never had that before with a movie. Well, you know, it's like anything else, man. You watch a movie, and then you watch so many. We watch so many movies, bro, that it's like you you start seeing the formulas in them. Mm-hmm. You start seeing A plus B, and then they're going to get C out of it. I think that's what happened to me lately. It's because I've been watching more movies now than I probably ever have. Like, it really reminds me of, like, early 20s, late teens when I really right. dived into movies. And I'm re- redoing that again for the podcast because I just enjoy movies. Right. And I think that's the problem I suffer with this movie is I notice the formula a lot more now mm. than I did before. So it's kind of like. And that's why I said and, and like the times you watched it and didn't feel that I feel like is because, you know, you love that movie from the first time. Mm-hmm. Not you thought you just watched it because like, you know, me, I'm just being. <clears throat> it's my job to watch it. You know, yeah. not that I can't <clears throat> sit back and enjoy it. Like there have been a couple that you've given me that I don't hate that i would watch again like i'd watch equilibrium again yeah even though it's like a bootleg matrix movie like the more i think about it that's like in my head bootleg matrix yep but babadook wasn't bad i'm not a big fan of scary movies you know me i don't do horror very much but uh i didn't think it was bad it was very very eerie Mm -hmm. very thought-provoking but the thing that bums me out about this movie is i loved val kilmer's character so Mm. much and just his uh his humor in this movie he never did this again. He no, I was never, just about to say, like, this never did a role like this ever again. If you hadn't told me he had been so young, because when you first told me about the movie, you're like, yeah, it's got Val Kilmer. I was like, oh, hell yeah, that ought to be good. You're like, wait, it's, it's young Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. He's just getting his foot in the door. Right. So, like I said, I mean, obviously there was something there because, I mean, he is what he is today. And this was the, one of the stepping stones to it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I ride or die with Val Kilmer, man. Hits. Nothing but hits, man. <laughs> Like, in his earlier career, yeah, until he started doing the B movies with Fifty Cent, yeah, yeah, he kind of fell off. Uh, my wife and I are gonna watch Heat because she's never seen Heat. Oh my God, you're in for a fucking treat there. Yep, I told her because uh, we were talking about Val Kilmer. I'm like, oh yeah, he's in Heat. She's like, who else is in it? I'm like, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Pacino it's one of it's hands down one of the best crime dramas right. ever. 
And she's like, oh, let's watch it. And then I pulled it out. I'm like, I think this is kind of long. Yeah, it's 172 minutes. She's like, fuck that. No, it's great. I love every minute of it. <laughs> well, we were getting ready for bed, and it's not a movie you uh, put yeah, on right yeah. before bed. No, but you need her to watch that shit all the way through. Yeah, I said, well, not today, but we're going to watch it because heat is... Fucking Tom Sizemore, before he got all junkied out, man, he's great in it. It's yeah, got it's... so many good characters in that movie. Yeah, if you have not seen Heat, please fucking Tone watch Tone Loke is in it, man. Um, but Wild yeah. Thing. But it just bums me out that he didn't do anything else like this because I would have loved to watch comedy Val Kilmer. Well, we're doing Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and he yeah. kind of like hints on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. That. The humor, but like I love that movie just because of how funny he is. You forget that he could do that. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Actually, not to throw it out there too far, but like Kid Jay and Silent Bob reboot, he plays the rebooted blunt man in that. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I didn't just know noticed that. his face in the trailer the other day. Oh, man. It's going to be epic. Like <laughs> Kevin Smith, that's why I said when we were watching this movie, Kevin Smith said he's loved Val Kilmer since Real Genius. He goes, this is one of the movies that made me want to make a movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, when you told me that that was the title, one of the titles you gave me, I was like, well, fuck yeah. And if Kevin Smith fucks with it, I'm going to fuck with it. And yeah. then I was like, yeah, Kev, I could definitely tell you love that movie from way back, back in the day. Then, yeah. Um, I did have a new appreciation for this film, though. Like, I noticed what it was doing. It took this guy that doesn't want to take life serious anymore, and then you take a guy that takes life way too serious, yeah. and they balance each other out. And by the end of the movie, they're they you know help each other along, and they become better people. They're like best friends. Yeah, and in '85, that was probably groundbreaking character development. Exactly. But now that's formula. You know what I mean? And that's what I meant. Like, it's not that it was a bad made movie. It's not that it didn't keep my attention the whole time. But it just, like, I was just like, I know what's going to happen now. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All comedies are kind of like that in the end. But It is. Like, that's the problem about watching older films is they take a formula that a lot of people haven't seen or Mm. people haven't seen a lot of. But then by our age, years and years later, it's been beaten to that. That formula has been beaten to death. So it's like all they go for now. Um, one that I noticed that the one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Like that's a really formulaic movie, but for the like time period that it came out, it was probably a groundbreaking movie. Yeah. Fuck. uh, I think he won an Academy Award for that. Nicholson did. Yep. He did. So I think that's what this suffers from, but the jokes in here are so funny though. Like one stuck out to me more than, all of them this time around, and I don't know why. Yeah. But near the end of the movie, he's uh he sees the girl like waiting for his yeah. dad to get out of the thing, uh, the conference with his professor, and uh, he's like, um, "I wanted to take you out to see what I can do for you, or uh, if you don't mind, to you." She's like, "Well, can you nail? <laughs> can you nail a nine-inch spike through a plank of wood with your dick?" He's like, "Well, not currently." <laughs> That was She's like, funny. well, a girl's got to have standards. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god, that was so funny. Yeah, like, that it's was just, good. It's just a lot of like little she was sexy too. She was fine, yeah. but there was a lot of like little jokes in there that were just so funny to me. Like when he's wearing the yeah. the, the Martian yeah. headband, and he's like, why are you wearing that on your head? And he's like, because it would chafe anywhere else. <laughs> it's just there was a couple. Like I said, there was a couple, but like I just like I don't know, man. Like that brand of humor for him didn't. I don't know, I almost felt like some of it he sped through. Like, I almost didn't catch the punchline. Like, he was trying to be so nonchalant, like, so quick about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he's just trying to 
because he's so much smarter than everybody. Yeah, he's like, he's like, busting these jokes out, and you're too stupid to even understand that he's making fun of you type thing. Yeah, like the uh, the decaf coffee joke. Right, right. right he's right. like, uh, I'm serious. So am I. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that it wasn't funny. I don't know. It just didn't hit like as good as I thought it should. I'm I'm a huge fan of like subtle humor. Yeah. So I guess that's why it resonates with me a lot more because I love that just like subtleness. You don't know you're being made fun of until it's way too late. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, man, it was, it was just kind of a, yeah. Yeah, movie? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. Yeah. Like, I love I love this movie. And like you said, there was the guy that keeps going in the basement. He he was a... That was the fucking funniest shit to me, man. He was a student at the uh, the university years back, but he cracked under the pressure. And, and never they, left. Yeah, never left the university, and now he lives in the, the what is it called, the boiler room, yeah. the whatever... Like, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. And all he's doing is putting in sweepstakes yeah. to uh, Frito-Lay because he's gonna like... <laughs> I'm going to win like... 32% of the prizes. <laughs> and at the end of the movie, he has an R- uh, RV full of just prizes that he's won, like yeah. TVs, speed bo- or uh, uh, jet skis and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Just a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh... <sighs> Yeah, that guy was probably the best part. He was once he finally. I've seen him in other shit too. I don't remember his name. Yeah, but, uh, I know. Like once I seen him this time around, I'm like I've seen him in other things, but I couldn't remember what it he was. He doesn't have the long hair. Yeah, he's yeah. What do you think about the the girl, the hyperactive girl? She kind of got she on my got nerves. on my fucking nerves a yeah. lot. And she's not a bad looking chick. I was like, she'd be great if she shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, and the the haircut. The, like bowl haircut. The bob. Yeah. It's called a bob, I think. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but she she fucked that up. Yeah, I don't like that either, but she... I don't even know how dudes in the 80s got their dick cards looking at that. Like, <laughs> Some girls still rock that. Yeah, like, they're not attractive. <laughs> uh, everyone's beautiful, but that isn't. <laughs> I'm not shitting all women's haircuts, because I don't even have hair. But, but that's the, uh, not Bill Comer, but the other kid. That's yeah, his that's his love, love interest, yeah. Yeah. Because he has this grown woman that yeah, like, is waiting. She's waiting for the guy in the closet, but she thinks it's him. Yeah. And starts making out with him. He's like, I wanted to make out with her. I wanted to jump her bones, but... Or I wanted to jump bones, but not with her, but with you. And then she, he makes out with the uh, the girl. Yeah. yeah, she kind of got on my nerves. I didn't like her character, but I understood her character. She's like, because I never sleep. So if you need help, I never sleep. When he comes it's in, like, she's... Sounds like you're on meth. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? Or Adderall. She's, uh, she, when he goes into her house, or, uh, her dorm, she's, like, buffing her floors. No, sanding her floors. Sanding floor. her floors. Who the fuck does that shit? <laughs> Is it loud? I could turn it down. You could turn down the sander, bitch. No. And then the uh, the the brown noser student that's doing the professor. Yeah, that guy got on my nerves too. He did. He got on my fucking nerves too. But he's supposed to, so I guess he get, did. His he looked job. like he looked like a tall '80s bubbles from Trailer <laughs> Park Boys. That's what I got off. He of didn't it. even think about that, but he did. With, yeah, that's exactly, like if it was the same guy, it wouldn't surprise me because that's how good he did it. He had braces and shit. Like. I love that message that was in that slight message that was in there, like. You can kiss people's asses all day long, but unless you put in the work, it's not going to matter. It's true. I, lo- I I like that little, like, put in there. Well, though, it also shows, like, in the academic community, man, like, I don't know how much that, that shit is real life, but, like, Val Kilmer was the top dog, mm-hmm. and then they found a 15-year-old kid in Iowa or wherever the fuck that was just a little bit better at Yeah, he 20 points higher Yeah, and he's just, oh, now you ain't shit now. Mm-hmm. Like, now we got the new kid. 
And I'm sure that happens to this day. There's yep. kids that, you know, think tanks and then like, oh, we just found a 12 year old kid in Vietnam. That, that can, would fuck with me like you know really, I mean? really hard. Like, yeah, he can do trigonometry like in a cereal water, or, you know, cereal. You know what I mean? Some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just seems like it would always be something like the next one. Yeah. You know, like in uh, the girl next door, he's like, oh, he taught himself. Yeah. Trigonometry. Exactly. Like that kind of smart at nine years old or something. Yeah, exactly. Crazy shit like that. Um, but I do love the message, though. Like, I really feel that people should have a good takeaway because life is too short to be wrapped up in all your own bullshit. Like, learn to have fun. Like, learn to be yeah. silly. Like, enjoy yourself. This is life. You should be living it to the best days. It definitely hits home more for these kind of guys because that's all they're trained to do is is to use their brains. They're not. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're almost, like, want them to be computers. Yeah. What are you doing going outside? What are you doing having fun? Like, that's not what you're here for. It's a sad life to live. Like, But some people, that's what makes them happy, so. That's I why they it. say ignorance is bliss, man, because if you're too stupid to know that, you know what I mean? Like, even if you're doing something you don't want to be doing, if you're too dumb to know you're doing it, mm-hmm. I don't know. But maybe I had an appreciation for really smart people. Thank God they're doing that shit, so I don't have to. Yeah, everyone... Everyone has their like. My wife stares at spreadsheets all day, and she's like, like, "I'm fucking torture." Yeah, and she's like, "I'm so happy. I love my job." And I'm like, "I'm glad there's people like you that do that because no." And like me, I uh, I got into graphic design when I was younger, and I wanted to get into video editing or not mm. video editing, but um, graphic design. No, like 3D rendering and stuff like that. But it there's a lot of um code that goes into it mm. and staring at code all day just makes me want to kill babies because yeah. i fucking hate it like i hate it so much yeah i want to run your head through a fucking wall type of deal yeah but there are kids out there creating top of the line games looking at code all day that's all they do all day is code <laughs> you know and i feel like that that's part of it man because like the job i have now the job we have now mm-hmm. you know that's it's like what we chose bro yeah you know, you could have, just like you just said, you could have had a job. You might have fucking hated it, but you had a job. You could be sitting in the air conditioning, mm-hmm. chilling, uh, looking at a computer screen all day, but it ain't what you want to do. No, Not that the same what we do now is what we want to do, but we get to work with our hands. We're out, you know, in the elements. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It makes me feel like I earned my money when I get <laughs> to use it, my hands and back for it. Yeah, true. Because, I mean, we all have that choice, bro. We all could have did better in school or learn a trade or whatever like i, I did think what it, i wanted to do then so i'm doing what i do now yeah there's a lot of people that like all they care about is being successful right but they don't think about what makes them happy and i feel like people i didn't learn this till like way later in life but you should really in my opinion you should really focus on what makes you happy and doing that you know what, you know what pisses me off about statements like that when they say like money doesn't buy happiness mm-hmm. success won't bring you happiness it brings you success or it brings you more problems how yeah. the fuck would you know because obviously <laughs> if you wrote that statement yeah, you're right. not successful somebody, you're not rich somebody, let me be fucking rich and then i'll figure it out you know what i'm saying like, somebody that makes twenty thousand a year like oh money doesn't make you happy it's like how do you know fucker? bitch give me a million dollars and i will tell you exactly how happy i'd be you know what i mean that's a game changer yeah like more yeah. money, more problems. Fuck it, dog. I'll take them. Yeah, right. Because I mean, I'm not saying it solves all your problems, but like, it's gonna make a lot of them go away. Yeah, it's hard to be that sad when you're riding in a Maserati or a Corvette or, you yeah. know, Rolls Royce. Exactly. It's hard to be in a bad mood. Like. But- <laughs>
oh, we don't have that. No, we have all of that. Mm-hmm. We have every kind they make. But I think I think it more so says like um, the way you earn that money is yeah. the is how what your happiness should come from. Like doing this podcast, like we kind of do it for shits and giggles, but but it's fun. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'll just say, like, we're not. This is what makes us happy. This mm-hmm. is something we enjoy doing, but we didn't quit our fucking jobs to do it. True. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, you should do what makes you happy. Well, do it what you makes you happy doesn't always pay your fucking bills. And yeah, like, that's true. That's another beef I have with that. Like, yeah, bro, we all have dreams. Everybody wants to be somebody different, mm-hmm. somebody better. But your priorities should matter before. You know what I mean? Like, that's just one of those things, man. Like, they don't teach you in movies, they don't teach you growing up. Like, Dream big, kids. Be whatever you want, but eventually, it's time to chill the fuck out and go to work. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, know. but there are uh, couch surfers, like people that jump couch to couch just to live out their dream. But some people that don't doesn't matter to them. And while the the believers and the dreamers and the people out there they're saying, "Good for you, man. You're doing what you want to do. Like you're not giving up on that." And then the people whose couch it is is like, oh, "This fucking bum needs to get a job." <sighs> <laughs> grow the fuck up jimmy or yeah. whatever you know what i mean so like i said there's a flip of the coin to everything yeah but this movie definitely uh touches in on that like if you went the smart route mm-hmm. it's definitely the route you want to be yeah definitely but uh so what would you rate this like where where does it fall on your scale i'm gonna give it a i'll give it a six and a half out of ten it's fair you know what i mean because like i said it Maybe even a seven. You know what I mean? Because like I said, it's a well-made movie. It had humor in it. It wasn't mm-hmm. shitting. It wasn't like they just took a left at the end of it and it went somewhere you didn't understand or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of other shit you give me. Like this one <laughs> was pretty straightforward, which I appreciated. And yeah. Like, I, like to, I like to put movies in that you would like. It was a simpler enjoy. concept. You know what I mean? I didn't have to guess my own fucking ending like with Enemy or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, so, like I said, for that, I, you know what I mean. I give it a, and Val Kilmer. I love Val Kilmer. So Pretty I solid a, movie. Give it a seven, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, if you love Val Kilmer, and you love, uh, let's say, I would pick this up on DVD. It's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I, I, I would I'm pick not going to shit on like that. It'll get, it's worth a watch. If you if you if you fuck with Val Kilmer and like old school like eighty movies, like yeah, you said, if you're just like, one of those people that like I'll see anything he's in, definitely watch it. Yeah, and even if it's one that you don't watch everything he's in, but you just want to watch like a good eighties movie, mm-hmm. I throw it in that category. Like yeah. It's a decent eighties movie. It's a, a buy on D V D. Right. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy this on Blu ray, but it's a part of the collector type of deal. If you find it for a buck, buy it. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Don't go to Walmart and spend twenty bucks on it. Yeah. We didn't talk about like the ending. So the professor like hates popcorn. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And like Val Kilmer is eating popcorn. He's like, Leave that shit outside. I he hate just popcorn. Dumps it on his porch. That yeah. was pretty funny too. And then at the end of the movie they realize that the laser that they're creating is a war. It's for the government. To- yeah, it's for the government to like wipe out whoever the fuck they want. So they go in, they reconfigure the uh, GPS for the laser, and it actually shoots into the professor's house, which has a huge bowl of popcorn, yeah. and uh, and it, it lights starts filling his house up, fills his house with popcorn, which I thought was just a brilliant ending. I I, I liked it. Yeah, I kind of felt it coming with the the whole heat and the laser. I was like, oh, they're gonna fuck with this somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gonna come out, but yeah, man, is is yeah. Uh, so 
originally I want to do Idle Hands because they're both like comedies, but you're like, no, nah, let's do a Val Kilmer movie. Yeah. And we're going to do Kiss Kiss, Kiss, Kiss Bang, Bang Bang. Definitely was, well, I mean, it has nothing to do with this shit, but it is Val Kilmer and it is Val Kilmer being funny. Yeah. So, so. I think it was a nice little compliment to this movie. So we're going to talk about that next. I don't know. You may love or hate Idle Hands. I'm not sure yet. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I do love Seth Green, so hopefully I like. He's that. funny as shit in it. Him and uh, fucking Fulton mm-hmm. from fucking I don't. I gotta learn that guy's name, but the guy from uh, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. yeah, but I've been putting it off because I want to watch it, but I want to watch it when we're ready to watch it. So for sure. But uh, we're talking about Kiss 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 Bang Bang next. Yeah. See you then. Later.